You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Kapow, the Pop Cultured Podcast. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. It's a special night, but we've promised, we've promised for a while now that we'd get to this, and we finally have with our special guest, Jesse Starcher of the Source Material Podcast. Jesse is a friend. So glad you guys get to humor me tonight. This is going to be fun. And oh. I, I get to cash in my winnings. Yes. So yeah, with, with a blockbuster film. You guys ready? <laughs> it have been a blockbuster film. <laughs> So it's... we had a, little, a new little uh, adventure this summer. We did an episode, uh, dropped May 15th, episode 374, if you'd like to get back into the archives, where we made predictions of what films would rule the box office this summer. We did our top tens, and when it was all said and done, the winner was our guest host, Jesse Starcher. Uh, we gave those results on September 29th, episode 390. So you can listen to who won and by how much and also who lost. We know who won, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> the winning came with a prize where he got to dictate that we would all watch a movie of his choosing that is near and dear to his heart. And we would come back at some unspecified time in the future and talk about it. Well, the time is now. We're in that future. Yes, this is that time. Oh my gosh. See, we got to do all those things on different time, different episodes because of time. Because if, if there's no time, you know, right. Everything happens at once. That's right. Wise man once said, the wise, the wise man once said the end of a movie. <laughs> um, Oh my gosh. I was mentioning these guys before we start recording that I told my son, I watched this movie today and I wanted to, <laughs> Tell him yeah, if he wanted to watch it, it was on there. And he, he asked me what it was called. And I said, I, ca I can't tell you. I have no idea what it's called. <laughs> so what what is the name of this movie, Jesse? I knew it as The Grand Tour. And okay. when I rented it today on Prime, I don't think that's what it was called. But I, I honestly... I don't, I don't think originally what it was called when I picked it, but then, but then now it says that <laughs> <laughs> you've altered the timeline. I, I, I think it said timescape and then now it says grand tour. And when I actually watched the movie, the title on the movie just says the grand tour. Is that what it said for everybody? It and only I've also said, seen the grand tour colon disaster in time. Like there's a right. Even I more saw the grand specific. tour slash disaster in time. <laughs> well, and then okay, also it up, also totally up on, different uh, was Timescape. Yeah, what yeah. the hell? Well, if you look it up on uh, that app we've been using, Letterbox, mm -hmm. half the reviews are like, "Wait, I kind of remember this movie. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. I couldn't. I can never find this movie. Like." This is like one of those weird dreams. I remember seeing it as a kid. I didn't know what it was called. Like, no one knows exactly what this movie is. So oh, it's not an uncommon thing. Which kind of helps the legend. It's like, it always feels like in different timelines or timescapes, as you may have it, it, uh, it may be called something different. Hmm. Which is funny. It ha that happens with that other time travel movie, with that Tom Cr Cruise movie. It's Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, all you need is kills. Like it's got all these different names. Mm -hmm. That's kind of neat. This I remember. I do remember you telling us about this when we did the time travel draft or whatever, and I couldn't remember the plot at all that you had said, which I was glad. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm I'm definitely glad that you picked this for us to watch. I'll I'll lead with that. Like I so. honestly, I'm trying to remember how like I found out about it because. Uh, I would have to say it was a Parmar special. 
So I, I ended up, <laughs> I ended up, it was either Parmar, it might've been a KT's video. So <clears throat> for those of, the, of you that are listening that haven't been in the mid Ohio Valley, uh, specifically Marietta, we had a KT's video, which was your video rental store. We didn't have a blockbuster here in Marietta. Uh, so a lot of mom and pops and gas stations. Yeah. Every movies. gas station, every comic book shop, everybody rented movies. All right. <laughs> so, uh, I ended up with the video and I liked the movie so much that uh, I grabbed my camcorder, played the video in the VCR and oh, recorded wow. it. Yeah, wow. I, pir I pirated that sucker and wow. had it on. And retitled it. Yes. <laughs> and, it was, and redistributed it. People <laughs> confuse people to this day. Time um, crimes. I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I, I have heard of, you know, back in the day when people would take their camcorders into the movie theater, but I, yeah. I, I don't believe I've ever heard of somebody setting up their camcorder in front of their TV at home. No, 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 no. Listen, that, that's not how I did it. This is, this is a VCR to VCR situation. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't, okay. I wasn't stupid enough to oh. set her down there. And, I was and, like, uh, man, yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. No, this is this. We didn't. You weren't. You weren't rich enough to own two VCRs. So when I figured out that, oh, you know, my dad, my stepdad got this camcorder, and you could watch videos on it and play it on the TV. I was like, it's a VCR. Yep. There you go. One, one, make two, and by golly, timescape. <laughs> hmm. Oh my gosh. So well, yeah, like, uh, when, so when did when though did you first watch this? So it it had been out for a few years then. It had saying. to have been early nineties. Um, okay, well then, yeah, I, it came out. What year did it come out? Ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I even saw people arguing whether it was made for TV or whether it ever had a theatrical release or whether it was straight to video. It like, had no a, one knows. I don't know. It has a TV vibe. It has a very TV it always, vibe. It feel yeah. it has such a crazy vibe. Like I can't pin it down. It it feels part, uh, you know, um. Quantum Leap part Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that place that town could have been Walnut Grove. <laughs> I mean, hundred percent. Yeah, Doc Baker. I mean, it was yeah. just like it, <laughs> right. it was it was crazy. It, it, like a lot of the ways angles it was shot at, so many things made it feel like Little House on the Prairie. If you'd have replaced freaking Jeff Daniels with Michael Landon, I'd have I would have totally believed it. Like the only thing though, is that there's some pretty coarse language in some oh, of these scenes. It's so you dark. Yeah. It's, that's for sure. <laughs> it has a, it, that vibe of is so dark. Like it, it really, I don't know how they could have fixed. It. I think they thought Jeff Daniels will brighten this up a little bit, you know, <laughs> you know, but even he couldn't bring it up out of the, you know darkness i'm trying to think of what movies he was in prior to Pre, this. yeah i don't know i mean we all know for me it would be i guess we all know um for me it would be dumb and dumber that put jeff daniels on the yeah map. of course that's uh, after uh, that's after this right he, he, this is back when he's a bill pullman bill paxton yeah who, who, trifecta guy? here like he's <laughs> he he's right in that vibe i don't know i i like him at the in this era you know, I, I, I thought he was really good in this. Mm -hmm. Um, what Jordan's looking, what do you got Jordan in this era? What, what had he been oh, in or Ar arachnophobia? When's that? Was that him? Ooh, that was 1990, 91, somewhere around there too. Yeah, it was uh, 89, 90, I think. Okay. He was in an episode Hawaii five Oh in 1980 was his first. <laughs> okay. Thing here. And some, okay. Uh, TV, Welcome, uh, Terms of Endearment, 1983. Okay. Radio Days, 1987. Wow, this may be the first thing I ever... I feel like there's going to be a movie here that I'll be like, oh, yeah, but I'm waiting. Love Hurts, 1990. Arachnophobia, 1990. Okay. okay. Grand Tour, 91. So, yeah, wow. that was, there wasn't a whole lot before that. In Gettysburg in 93. Mm. Saw that in the theater. That was actually that's a good movie. 
Speed in '94, Dumb and Dumber '94. So yeah, he definitely Speed, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's what, speed. speed got him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so also we have the girl pre Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> post Tremors pre Jurassic Tremors, Park. So that, pre Jurassic that sweet Park. spot right between wow. Tremors in 1990, Jurassic Park in 93. And I loved her in this. I thought she was great. I, I was like, she definitely could see. I mean, she did a couple looks in this. I was like, oh, that's straight out of Jurassic Park. That right. They, they were like, we want her to do that in this. Yeah. She like stares off at something or, you know. I, well, when I did uh, Jurassic Park, when did that hit? 93? 93. 93. Okay. 100%. So those um, are the only two actors I knew. There were a couple faces. Like, oh, maybe I've seen that guy. Oh, there something. was one. Oh, and there's another the, the the judge was judge i definitely remember i can't remember what he was in but the I last starfighter oh okay ah uh, yes <laughs> I, I if he'd have cut if he'd have said we're putting the train tracks through walnut grove I, i'd have believed it like <laughs> it, he just he just I, looked I like a waiting villain on him right to take over. a handkerchief rub it over his face and reveal <laughs> yeah, he's an well, alien. definitely that's that that's a guy yeah <laughs> I had so seen the some director was David Tui, T-W-O-H-Y. Mm-hmm. Okay. This guy wrote The Fugitive, amongst other pretty <laughs> good movies. Wow. And was also the director of The Arrival with Charlie Sheen, the alien abduction okay. movie. That's, yeah. And oh. Pitch Black and all the Riddick sequels. So mm. this guy's had a career in Hollywood. This, I think that this was his directorial debut, perhaps, but... He did, he's not a he's not an unknown uh character. But. There is there is one film on that list that he wrote that I think stands out from the rest. That's Waterworld. Oh. <laughs> he wrote that. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's so here's not... the beginning of his career. That was probably the end. <laughs> what uh and this was based on a short story or something? Yeah, a novella from 1946 called Vintage Season. So it was a I'm short curious. story in astounding yeah. science fiction. So it was in one of those uh, science fiction anthology yeah. mags in the 40s. Somebody had this idea. So that's a little crazy. I'm curious to see how far they went away from it. Like how, how close it is to that story. I, I may look into that. I, I'd, yeah. I'd Hmm. I just saw it pop up on the screen. It's like based on it's not it's called vintage season. Yeah, is that what you said? Yeah. Um Okay, well let's just go through this movie. Not a lot of facts on IMDb, except it was filmed in Eugene, Oregon, standing in for small town Ohio. So I don't know oh, if yeah. as small town Ohioans, I don't know if we <laughs> oh, noticed. There was really so many. I want Oregon. I want a gif of freaking throw a dart at Columbus, Ohio on the, <laughs> on the dartboard or whatever. <laughs> like, like there was some great stuff in there. Oh. Okay, for... I was so in from the very beginning. Something. I, something. It was the most craziest <laughs> first scene of a movie. Oh my gosh. I can't get enough of it. Like, the horse... Is, there's a sleigh going down. There's a horse and kind of in slow motion kicking up snow and I was like wow what is gonna happen I never could have guessed what was going to happen. I never. You could have let me guess a million things. I never would have thought that a blue family truckster was going to come around the bend and freaking wreck into a horse. Blotter, blotter, break the windshield and do, yeah. I'm like, what is happening? It has to be one of the most like 
weird deaths to set off a chain of events uh, to focus a film around. I mean, it's horrifying, number one, that and to think of something like that, I'm, I'm sure that's had to have happened in the past. But I mean, like, what are the chances? Maybe that was 1946. There are more horses, more horse accidents. Back yeah, then. good point. Oh, yeah, like, oh, this can't be in the original story. But, <laughs> but like, that's the point. Bailey okay, Truxer. so we need to start this movie. The guy's a widower, so we have to kill the wife. How do we do that? A car accident. That's perfectly fine. No, 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 no. Let's have <laughs> Wait, him hit a, a horse. And then uh, let's have the horse stomp her to death. Yes. Through the uh, windshield. Through the windshield. <laughs> blood red, like the most bright red arterial blood you've ever seen in your life, just splattered everywhere i was like okay okay was this a dream i don't know whether i thought maybe this is a dream it's a horrible nightmare <laughs> yeah this guy just got done watching vacation and a christmas <laughs> show and he has this horrible dream so he's riding in his truck or whatever with this jurassic park daughter taking her to school doing flashcards, and mm-hmm. she knows all the answers or whatever and he's got, I like, he uses the one that just has a date on it. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be his birthday. And she doesn't know what it is. And I just love the way she said this line. Like, I was like, I would cast her in anything as a kid. Just her line to learn. She's like, like, I'm very sure that's going to be on the test. Just very sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wanna, I'm going to use that. When you guys hear me use that line on you. That's why, because it was great. But I'm going to say... I really appreciate there were several little things like that. It sets up early oh, that pay a off a million later. things like that's really well done for, a, you know, for maybe a, not a, you know, a, a classic film. Correct. Like, it's really well structured. Like it, it's, it is it's, put together so well. I, yeah. So I had to appreciate that, especially as a writer myself of like, Oh wow. There were so many little details that they, that were in, they weren't out of place. They weren't like, oh, that's yeah. obviously going to be something later. Like they did a pretty good job of like setting up so many little touches. Right from the beginning, I just I always think of Indiana Jones. He's always well, at the beginning of an Indiana Jones mm-hmm. movie. They're always teaching something in archaeology. Well, whatever they're teaching, that's what it's going to be about. <laughs> Pay attention to these things at the beginning. Anyway, that was awesome. And you got they got their money pit house or whatever they're building. Yeah, fix up their hotel. It's not going to be ready yet. But a tour bus pulls up, and Madam Whoever gets off. I never caught her name. Yeah, this is so weird. Yeah, she gets off. It's so weird. Madam, but, you but it, been or something. But it was such a weird movie. And starting with that, I was like, "Oh, what is this going to be?" But they ha- it's how they had to do it. it made total sense mm-hmm. later. So I gotta give it to them. Like it, it made sense except. Except I got to tell you these people's names. Oh my gosh, he's it. They come in and they basically just take over. We're staying here. Flash a bunch of money, and he's like, "Why don't you stay at the hotel in town?" No, no, no. They can't stay there. And we find out there's a great freaking reason for that later. But right now, it made no sense, you know. Yeah. And they're, they're like, yeah, because directs he, them to their. He he even yeah, says he, like we're like, not open or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, "No, we got to stay here because they know it's safe here." You know. Yeah. So she tell them to go to their rooms. Clef and Todd. Clef. The future. Chiron <laughs> and Andar. <laughs> Jana and Spall. And Reeve and Omiri. The only one I'm interested in is Reeve. <laughs> Reeve is this one bombshell yeah. is the only one we really get to know in the movie so don't get too attached to Clef. Nope. Um, <laughs> and then an amazing character they really didn't they didn't figure out the future they, they didn't they weren't too spot on that names would be like <laughs> yeah right. Kalele and stuff you know we knew, <laughs> we, we knew this one guy was going to be from our time as a, as a mr oscar and he he comes comes in and this really bothered me this was a little Thing where he gets all their suitcases, but he comes in the front door and he's holding suitcases in a way that no human could have possibly picked them up like that. You couldn't have had one under each arm, two suitcases in your hands. How did you do that? <laughs> that was amazing. Impossible. That's a I don't like that. So 
He tells tells them that they're 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 from South California, not Southern California. Spall Spall says they're from South California. Okay. And this is where it kind of got me. I wish I didn't know anything about this movie. I wish it wasn't called whatever right. it's called. Disaster in time. time. Like the Grand Tour was perfect. Yeah, if you didn't know it was about time travel, then you're starting to wait. What? Why are these people so weird? Like, I wish there was more mystery to it. But yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Jesse brought it up on our time travel <laughs> list. I knew it was. <clears throat> they go to there's a wedding. They get there late. Just got time got away from them, and they uh they the reverend. Oh, we get to we get to meet the. He was talking to the Reverend about the bells or whatever, you know. They haven't rang since the storm of seventy-three. Okay. Then uh the I don't think that ever comes up. Okay. No. <laughs> but uh but uh, now that I it could have been something. But um we meet the judge who we find out is his father, ex father in law, and he's mad because Ben apparently left after the family truckster sleigh accident yeah and left his wife there and but we don't know the details we don't necessarily believe that that he just you know but apparently she was dying and he left uh and we saw the you know the i can't remember whether they went up and looked at the bells yet i think they went up there and he's like yeah there's all these bells in there which was amazing later and it because i thought why are there all these freaking bells you know but he's going to fix it up in there. He's a Mr. Fix it, you know, so the reverend's trying to get him to do it. And he's like, you know, maybe get somebody knows what they're doing, but I could, I could do it. Uh, they go home and he, him and his, him and his daughter were sitting on the hood, watching the stars. There's like a little bit of a meteor shower. And what they start, do they hear for, for Elise or they, something she she's asking what it is what's the, what's that music he's remembering like the what her mom used to play on the piano yeah yeah, yeah. which i i love that song um he hear they hear tourists talking about being a reprotologist anybody look up i reprotologist? did not what in the world i didn't have time i watched that today but they bring it up a couple times but those guys those people are reprotologists Maybe maybe just the one guy. Cause Quish Quish shows up l- late here. We see all the oh he's he's looking around. I love these names. He's looking around upstairs. He looks in between. There's the plastic hanging in front of the bedroom door and some pretty sexy st- stuff going on in there. Oh yeah, uh, 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 the uh, Reeve lady is in there making tea and oiling herself up. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the future they really oil lay the oil on. Um, <laughs> And this is the one. This is the one where is this the point where I'm like, okay, Jeff Daniels, uh, you're creeping out a little bit here. He's he's perfect. Yeah, I know, yeah. And I'm like, hey, stop looking, dude. I know yeah. your hotel doesn't have any doors, but that doesn't give you the right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like you gotta. You're supposed to be behind the walls and stuff at your hotel. <laughs> then he has the memory about that day with his wife where. Well, because I guess it's because he was got all horned up watching Reeve, so he started thinking about being horned up with his wife. He's remember get driving on. She's talking about the kissing bridges, the covered bridge they drive on to and kiss. And he wants to know, is there anything else kind of bridges? And it's like I get. She's like, we're five minutes from home. He's like, you don't ever see me drive so this family truckster so oh. fast as though in your life. Big boy, mistake. Oh boy, oh boy, those roads. Those Ohio roads, I'm telling you, oh. <laughs> not during a snow, you know, not oh. freshly snowed. You don't want to do that. Oh, well, we're going. We need roads. <laughs> the... <laughs> we we definitely need roads. We need a plow. Uh, there's there's some big bad wreck. stuff going on. <laughs> big bloody wreck again. Um, Mr. Quish arrives. We don't know how, but there's ashes outside the door. He finds ashes outside oh. the door. Great. What is going on there? Uh huh. He's got Mrs. Beecher. I don't know that we needed her in this movie. Probably probably could have been edited out, but Mrs. Beecher shows up to cook for these people uh, and look at them funny once. Um, uh, Oscar tells him that this is the Rolls Royce of motor coaches. He doesn't mind sleeping out here. Um, 
And he takes it up. So for all these great details they seeded in, I guess they did seed in some details that didn't work necessarily. Yeah. 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 I was like, I was like, yeah, I I was waiting for some. You think you hate it now? Um, I I, I will forever order coffee, though, from now on, the way Oscar orders his coffee. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I order coffee. Black and sassy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I was just like, why? I black and sassy. Black okay. and sassy. I don't know what that means, but he likes them like he likes his women, I think. Um <laughs> he he said he picked these people up ten miles this side of Middleton by the Ooh. road. And they're tourists. They don't even have cameras. That's weird. And they he knows they're here for the spectacle. Whatever the spectacle is. They come eat, to eat breakfast, and they don't even use it. this lady. Reeve just comes in, the hot lady, and just gets syrup on her fingers and licks. It. <laughs> she, she's determined to just do everything as sectified as possible. That's how the future happens. Oh yeah. We're in Green Glen, Ohio. Probably no such place. Did anybody look? Did we research this? No such place. We're we're saying it. And it's not Sadie Hawkins Day. That's all we know. I don't know why she did it, but she dressed up. Apparently, you can dress up as Sadie Hawkins. So, uh, but she did it. The girl did it on the wrong day. Um. Yeah, they're looking at the church bells now, and uh, there's one company in Columbus that would try charge you a bunch. They haven't rung in 18 years. Um, Reverend. Kind of weird reverend, really getting nosy. He's like, oh, I found a newspaper, uh, a day of the wreck or whatever, or after the wreck, you know? Yeah. Like, want to ask about it. Mind, mind your business, dude. Yeah. He's like, if you want to talk to somebody about it, talk to the judge. He's the only one that cares. Yeah. So he's walking around that town, and he sees these tourists looking at stuff. Uh, Quish is like taking apart a payphone. <laughs> Look at this old time. We would do the same thing now, I think, right? Ooh, oh, have to. Ooh, look at this phone. Right, dude. Every time I go From to the Disney. Past. <laughs> Every time you use the bathroom in Disney World, you take apart the payphone. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's, he's looking at the wires and stuff. Like, wow, they don't have that stuff in the future. And he go, always gets meet Joe Black. He's like walking through the alley and a car comes out. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to get. Um, he drops his passport and Jeff Bridges picks it up. He's got all these dates in it and he's starting Damn. to catch Jeff on. Daniels. Jeff Daniels, sorry. Um, uh, so they go to Doc Baker or Dr. Novotny or whatever. They t- take this guy in there and Quish. And he just, he leaves. Doctor just, hey, Jeff Daniels, come in here. I'm going to show you his x ray. <laughs> Which seems a little like there's no HIPAA back. No, certainly isn't. Apparently not. Not in Middleton or Greenton or wherever we are. Um, what was the deal with this X-ray? So what? What freaking mattered? He had some like something foreign in his skull. It was very uh, thin. A thin okay. thing in his skull. So I don't know what the deal was with it, that. I, there was some payoff later of like <laughs> it was photographic there was some mention of like them oh they're taking pictures with their eyes yeah i don't know i it was very it was okay yeah i do i do remember a comment like that so he says what year are you from he's on to it he's like these are time travelers i got immediately suspects that i don't know where did this leap come from I don't know. It was quantum leap. It was a quantum out. leap. <laughs> Quite. And it was at this time. Like, I even think he had a Beckett-style jacket on. I was like, this could easily have been Scott Bakula in this role. Like, Oh, could you imagine? I could totally have seen him pull this off. Wow. Um, uh, Quish says, uh, he just tells him, you know, you really, you want some advice? Leave today. And don't come back till you know it's safe. You'll know when. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, definitely Sam Beckett vibes. I have in here. Uh, he he. You see, like at some point around this time, the the because while they're up there in the bell tower, you saw like the hammer guy come out and like ding the little the bell out there or whatever yeah. on the church mm-hmm. tower. 
So apparently he's working on that or been working on that. Uh, the, the Hillary, the little girl gets picked up by her grandpa, the judge. And so she, he wasn't supposed to do that. So he goes to the sheriff to complain about this. And the judge is there. Well, you know, a cab and, uh, right. the, it's, uh, got a writ of temporary custody. He slaps a cigar out of that guy's mouth. <laughs> that judge gives an amazing line delivery. Oh, I could tell he was a big guy, star at the time or something. He's like, you go near him the next 72 hours and the son of a bitch is going to put you in jail so fast to make a sonic boom. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a good, good writing here, I thought, where he's like, they're dragging him off. He's like, you took my daughter. It's like, how's it feel? Yeah, that's yeah. how's it feel, Ben? I was oh. like, ooh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. So he goes home, packs up some stuff. You know, he's going to try to get the hell out of here with his, go get his daughter and get out of here. With uh, but he packs up stuff, and the mat, madam asks what he's doing. He needs to say he's going to Goodwill. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. She asks about Quish. I don't know. He almost got Quished. Yeah. He almost got <laughs> Quished. Um, uh, that's, that's why we call him that everywhere we go. Uh, he goes to the Appleton Hotel to stay, I guess. So uh, we know that's not a great idea. Uh, they don't even want to stay there. So he tries to figure out. He has these dates from the passport. So he's kind of making his own index card type thing which i thought was a neat idea here it's like okay you know it's giving you that vibe from the beginning when was the san francisco earthquake type stuff and so he's he's putting this together that it's big events good stuff uh hot woman reeve shows up to visit him at the hotel mm, a little on the unexpected there what's going she on she starts here? mixing up some riverdale tea and i immediately yes. recast the whole movie in my head yes they need to remake this movie <laughs> with the riverdale you got you would think zach and cody could play twin jeff daniels but no i'm oh. it's gotta be archie it's gotta be archie betty plays his daughter we never comment uh uh veronica's the madam you got uh, Jughead as Oscar. Um, uh, Mr. Weatherby is the judge. I mean, Cheryl is Reeve, the mixing up the tea. So it's euphoric tea, he says, of course. So they're just tourists, not going to hurt anybody. They can't, she can't talk about the rules. She couldn't talk to him and he'll tell he talked to her. I don't know what that's about. And she bangs him. He kind of wakes up. She drugged him. He kind of wakes up and sees them all in her his room, calling him, calling him and the others bygoners. Mm. That was a good. That was a good term. They're bygoners. Mm. They can't handle their tea. <laughs> but they got. They got. They can't be late for the spectacle. It's going to happen. So Oscar wakes him up at ten forty-five p.m. So that's a, important. It's it's getting close to the time. He goes home to look, and and they because he says they're still they're still there. He goes home to look. They're out. They're looking out the window at the meteor shower. Boom! Big meteor hits the earth or whatever it is, causes horrible chaos and destruction. He goes and gets his daughter who lived through it. Fine. And they're just walking on dangerous rubble with his daughter, dragging her up the side. I'm like, this is not stable. Not safe, oh, sir. Yeah, breathing in all the fumes. Right. Oh. They got to go up there and look inside the hole. Well, see in the hole, which I don't really know we saw anything. Um, Tyre Appleton Hotel is destroyed. Demolished. Whole family lived there, dead. Dead. That's why they didn't want to stay there. Cafe is destroyed. Sheriff's office is destroyed. He gives Hillary to the weird reverend. And he's going to help with stuff. Uh, talks to Quish. Quish studies the past. It's like... Um, what are they? 
they kind of skip to the they're doing the disaster relief it's like the next day or whatever there's they're at the school and the girls he comes in he's covered in dirt he's been helped fight fires and lays down on a cot his his daughter's you know helping with the disaster relief so he's gonna go home and rest for a couple hours come back he goes home plays for release on the piano you know he's not very good but just remembering uh oscar comes in and they start talking and he's like he's like they're still they're still freaking here man and they're like oh no that's not good they would have left if, you know yeah, they would have I mean, got something out. else bad's gonna happen where are they at takes off running after him that's the grain mill and he uh oscar drives the tour bus there i don't know why there was no reason for that because it's not like they escaped in it later he had the key but he he couldn't take it later, but anyway, <laughs> it was really weird that Oscar drove the tour bus. He ran to the grain mill, goes up in there and looks. They're looking out the window at the school. Oh my gosh! He punches a woman in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Lays her out. I was like, that was amazing. I, I would. I, that's what I was like. Yep, Archie has to play this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Archie would totally punch a woman in the face. A future um, woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh and we see at school that the people are working on the school for some reason right while it's full of people and they break the gas line and it's oh my gosh it's going up through the vents yeah i didn't uh, understand that either like yeah. not only are they working on it when it's full of people and but then like they break it and they don't they just keep like kind of going. Like there's no <laughs> don't, warning. Don't evacuate. <laughs> do not do that. Don't right. tell and us that we broke this. <laughs> and they're not letting press in, so they've got the door bar locked or whatever. So he has to break that glass and yell hi and open the door and get in there. Boom! Big explosion again. Terrible. Mm -hmm. These people came for that. Stayed. I got to tell you, that's a little bonus. <laughs> Yeah, if I had this power, the first thing in my book is I want to see the family truckster wreck. <laughs> that that is a good point. Yeah, like the only time that ever happened on record. Why would you not yeah. want uh, to go back and see exactly. that? Asteroid, asteroid exactly. impacts happen all the Things time. Things blow up all the time. Yeah, yeah. Blow up all yeah. the time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. I'd show up. They're like, why are there? Jingle bells on the porch with blood all over them. Where'd he come from? Uh, you'd never believe me. Um, so I like that the one when they chase him and fight him and try to stop him and all this stuff. Hot woman Reeve doesn't. She stays up there and watches the whole thing when her opera glance is mm -hmm. like that's amazing. Um, so then she's she's the only one getting her money's worth for this whole trip. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. my goodness. I mean, look at everything that she's done up to yes. that point. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so this was cool. First off, he wakes up in the basement, locked in the basement with Oscar, and uh, of his house or whatever. And they're upstairs, you know, they're on the main floor talking and trying to, you know, they're getting ready to leave and everything, but they've, they're dressed super weird. And I was like, what's this future stuff? What yeah. are they dressed weird for? But there's a great explanation that I, I mean, I thought that was, uh, this was so clever. She, yeah. uh, the madam is painted gold has weird stuff on. Everybody's wearing weird things. I'm like, are they going home? So they have to put their regular clothes back yeah. on. Yeah. No, they're going to this future thing thing in 99 there's a mardi gras fire like they haven't seen enough fires uh and they're just getting in costumes so they blend in i thought that was yeah, a really that's, great that's a nice little diversion yeah um they're talking about how these guys are just bygoners and and he's like well this is our timescape and you and you're all dead disaster groupies <laughs> I, I thought that was good uh quish the quish died right Quish died in the explosion. Like he tried to he pull tried him to, out of the yeah, school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I thought that, that was kind of cool. Um, so he, uh, oh yeah, and Oscar had a magic eight, eight ball down the basement. I, I don't know if that ever did anything, but he got a power saw and cut himself out of the basement. It was like, wow, wow. <laughs> cuts the door. Yeah, yeah he cut a yeah. hole in the door. 
<laughs> he wasn't messing around. Yeah. He's so, so hot, hot Reeve goes over and tells him it's going to be hard not to, <laughs> this is literally what she said. Yeah. I, I love this. It, it's not what you think she's saying. She goes, it's going to be hard not to forget you, but I'll try. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's not what I was expecting you to say. Uh, and she slips him Quish's passport, gives it back to him. And I was like, oh, so he's like, oh, so she's letting me have a chance to do something. And they leave. They just walk over and disappear and their freaking suitcases disappear. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know whether I expected some other way they did this, but the, the time travel, the time travel, time Ooh, travel. That's what we're going to call it. That time travel. That's time travel. Okay. Time travel. Or you just disappear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The time so, travel physics are a little off. So yeah. I'm when not explaining. They all left, and then the and they're all gone, and then the suitcases just disappear. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is definitely there's some time travel going on here. <laughs> I would have liked kind of the Doc Brown thing of like the suitcase with di- money from different eras and like yeah, clothes from oh different, yeah. I, I would have liked right. some little detail of like how they've been to right. other places and other times. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got at least we got the Mardi Gras stuff. They, um, so. He finds that this he searches through this passport thing, opens, pulls back the back cover, inside cover, and there's like a a chip or something behind there, some electronic some kind of circuitry. Yeah, right. some really, time travel really. circuitry. We don't know time travel. Um, <laughs> he said, Oscar's like, you don't want to go where those Fruit Loops went. <laughs> don't be fussing with this time travel. And he's like, uh. It's like, well, where to get stamped? And he wants, so he's going to stamp it, he's which is an amazing idea. This is, this is, I mean, it's I did, great. I think I'm at a point in, in this movie when I'm first watching it, like, okay, what is going to happen next? Because everything yeah. that I've expected has not, has kind of like either been, uh, it, it just didn't happen. I was expecting something completely different. And yeah. here we go. It's, it's, how does he get how do they go oh it's a stamper we gotta got to stamp it right okay which is great because he would have a reason he's got multiple reasons to have a time stamper he's got <laughs> he's got a book for guests he's got a daughter mm. doing index cards he, he's got time stamps it's important he just happens to have a stamps a date original name of the movie by the way was time stamp, stamp. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he puts the he puts the stamp on there for apparently yesterday and uh, he puts it, holds it to his heart and nothing happens because that's not how time travel works. You have to put it in your shirt pocket, yes. put your flannel over it and then press it. So Locked I, in. that I was just like, I, you went to all this trouble to come up with all these neat little things and you've got, this is the best you have. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand that at all. Uh, uh, so then he comes, he shows up, he's back here. And we see Oscar walking through in the timeline. We were at the door, the door has a hole in it. He walks in another room and now Jeff Daniels comes through and there's no hole. So great setup right there. You're like, good. Oh, okay. Very he's nice. not back. All right. Very nice. So he goes and finds, see, goes to the judge's house where Hillary's at. Sees her up there fighting with her grandma. Tries to get her to jump out the, you know, off the roof. And I was like, oh, this is great. It was, I saw it coming, but it was still a great twist that the judge co- comes out and has, they've got the cops on the way. You're going to jail and you can't go to jail because, which I, I thought at first I was like, don't go get your daughter because she survives. This is a bad idea. But he's just like doing it to just like double survive. He's going to get the hell out of there. But Again, this was a mistake, and he changed something, and now he he's going to jail, so he's going to die. Great this stuff. This is where I started getting I could, I, for the first few minutes I couldn't place it. Then I remembered the Stephen King eleven twenty two sixty three yeah. that idea that when you try to change something, history tries to stop you. Yeah, fight right, and right. that's kind of the vibe I was getting of like <clears> he kept getting worse and worse, like pushback. From mm-hmm. yeah, from the, the, the circumstances. So he goes to jail. The deputies watch him, and uh, he he has a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant. I love it. I mean, I did not see it coming. And I freaking loved it. 
he uses his one phone call to call himself. Oh, uh, that was I good. was like, that was good. I was like, take it. I, and I, 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 I literally just stopped and paused. I was like, do they have the technology in 1991 <laughs> to Daniel. do this, to pull off two Jeff Daniels? <laughs> and I, I got to tell you, they did. They did it. They, oh. they, they did. The dialogue was a little off a couple times, but they did a good job. And honestly, Jeff Daniels was had delivered some great lines in the, their their exchanges. But anyway, except for that, the makeup effects where he was injured, that blob yeah. on his face, that was like it looked it like he had a shrug on his eye. Yeah, that like, was distracting the yeah, whole. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, there was some uh, definitely some money issues with this movie. Um. So he convinces himself to come down here, you know, and, and man, and I, the, like he bought in the time travel so quick. Like, oh, he, he, he kind of knew, knew he, he could, would believe he he's like, oh, he, he was right. like, oh, I'll totally believe this. <laughs> 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 There's no doubt. I, what am I going to say? Like almost nothing. Like it is like, I, I know I'll believe this. I, I'll believe anything. So Archie, he's a Archie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Archie <laughs> called himself. Yeah, get down here. It's another lady punch. Okay, I'm coming. Um, when uh, when when he walks in there and you just see his feet or whatever, that freaking deputy dropped his penny jar. So, so <laughs> I was like, they literally had this guy counting pennies for no reason other than so he could <laughs> drop, drop his jar. Oh man, oh, it was great. No, no setup. What's that made no sense? But he just had to have that. Um, he, cleverly hides in his cell, like I think upside down <laughs> on a pipe, like upside down, like he's a ninja. Oh, <laughs> uh, like oh my! Does he know that in like a couple years he's going to be drinking Turbo Lax? <laughs> <laughs> the toilet doing, don't flush. Doing silly things. Uh, he. He is escorted to the guy's taking him back to his cell or whatever. And then he grabs the guy through the bar and sees himself and just like gives himself shit. Like, think about it for two seconds. Don't make me explain it to you. It's time Trazzle. Come on. You know, and he's like the Taurus. He's like, but how? He's like, fuck the physics, Ben. Oh, yeah. the greatest. <laughs> that there it good. is. That was Come the best on. line. There it is. Right down. There are lines all through this movie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And he says, sheesh. <laughs> oh, fuck the physics, Ben. Uh, they take the deputy out because they don't want him to die. They're good Bens. Um, I don't know if I could handle two Archies, but I want to see it. Uh, so they're get they're going to go get Hillary. But what about everybody else? He's trying to t tell himself, are you not going to save everybody else? You know? And he's like, so, but she wasn't hurt in the exploit like this, the, you know, younger, older. I don't know. The, yeah, that's the, the guy's one day older. Yeah. Than him. He's like, ah, I can't believe how I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's rose colored gla uh, opera glasses yesterday, you know? So, <laughs> but he's like, she wasn't hurt in the explosion, so just leave her where she is. Uh, you you bailed on your dying wife. Yeah, you know? wow, he, boy, was this a way of he has to face the only way he can face it is to face himself throwing that in his face. I was like, this movie is trying to do a lot with not much budget, and they had a script here, like they had a script. I really it's this is such a hidden gem for me. Like I, I, you nailed it with this, Jesse. Uh, this was way up my alley. Um, love it, love it. So he's like, I went for help. He's like, nope. He just says, nope. You did not. And we see the whole scene again. Uh, still not far enough back. I want full back. I want to be able to stand back in my grain mill and watch the whole freaking thing. Mm. But that, and that, that scene was so weird of him, like. It's out just crash and he just starts running. He just runs. Run, run, he just runs. I was running. And and I was like, tight, we get a tight close up of his tight jeans yeah. running through the snow. It's like, oh, all right. And, and the other people sitting there, like, what are you doing? It's, it's like the most drastic 
Uh, it's worse than you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse than we even thought. Like, I'm kind of on the judge's side. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, totally. Like, I, I don't blame that guy at all. But... You left her to die. She, I mean, like, <laughs> at the very least, kicked in the face by a horse, but she's not dead yet. Yeah. Right. Know? Like, do something. Like, at, at the very least, he could have been trying to pull her out of the way, mm-hmm. but he just sat there and was like, watching the thing completely smash her face yeah, in, yeah. which you know they're not showing you any of that but was, you can see the blood splatter yeah. it's getting bad i, I the wreck was over by the time he you know get gets out of the car like what what are you running from right <laughs> there's no other horse after you like yeah that, that, that was my yeah number one i thought when he went back i thought with the stamp i thought well he's gonna go back and save his wife mm. That yeah. was my no, initial. Well, well, I, I, you know, but then yeah. that's what I was going to say. We got to get there. First. Yeah. But, but then, you know, with, as this scene is happening, I was like, is he afraid of horses? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe like, he can't go back. And why is he running? Yeah. I yeah. was like, why is he running? I don't away? know. They, you know, I just think that a little more budget, they could have fixed this up. Did, did some reshoots. <laughs> so, uh, do we need the real, do we need, we need the, the Dale killing? version. Um, <laughs> so the, sh- Sheriff, this is where, because they changed things, they changed the change, you know, so they break, he breaks himself out of jail. And so the sheriff, you know, has to call, you know, nobody's at the jail. So when the sheriff gets there, so he calls the judge and unless they went out for Skittles and beer, they escaped. (laughs) That's what he says. So classic uh, combination. Another line you're going to hear from me. Um, So. He, uh, so they got to leave and they're going, so the judge is taking Hillary to the hotel, to the Appletons that we know is going to freaking get smashed. We see the hammer bell guy tolling, you know, he tolls for thee. there's Ben's in the Belfry. He's playing for Elise on the bells, which I was like, what a great idea. This is great stuff. I mean, they were nailing it left and right. Hillary takes off running everybody. He's drawing the whole town to the church. Mm, This is amazing. It's a a signal specifically for his daughter, but it also does. Yes. Makes the whole town curious as well. Freaking amazing. They, there's a standoff in the stairwell. Uh, Oh, and they even set up that that clock was slow. Yeah. That clock was fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh, that clock's a little fast. Like, we got to wait till 11.07. Like, 11.07 hits and nothing happens. So it's like, oh, we, we already established that clock's not there. He's like, judge gets up there. He's like, well, you, you're my second guest right after Quasimodo. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I should have known he'd been up here. Other Ben, this was awesome to me. Like, the other Ben is up, you know, in another section, higher section, holding the girl. Yeah. And... And he is, and the other Ben's down there talking to the judge and everybody, and the, they're saying the same things, but with different contexts. He's like, just hold on. He's telling tell him, you got to hold on to wait on the time. And meanwhile, he's like up there holding his daughter, like, just hold on to me. It's going to be scary. You know, I'm like, this is awesome. I didn't catch that before. That's great. It was awesome. And he's like, he's out there. It's going to be loud and scary. You know, he's kind of holding her. And then, uh, the judge explains it. I thought, is he going to tell these people before it happens so that they know he knew before it happened? And he doesn't have to. The judge says it because he already told the judge. So the judge says, you know, oh, you're, oh, there's going to be a freaking meteor. It's going to, you know, hit pretty soon. Yeah, right. Whatever. He's like, hold on. And the other one says, hold on to me. And the, boom, and the bell falls and everything. It's out of sock that they got hit by that bell. Um, <laughs> Fate wins. Uh, and the old Oreo, I can't remember which Ben says, tell them not to go to the school. They'll listen to you now. And I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Sue Appleton lived. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, she, she didn't stay at her hotel with her family and that. Uh, the white suit guy, which I forgot to mention before, where he he the guy from the future that came back and was like the yeah. Ray in the tour or whatever was like, you know, tell from the future and he comes and talks to him and and this is there's a little bit of that uh, 
timey trazzle wimey stuff that uh jeff daniel's like i don't know if he's comfortable getting into or not but he's just like you know the guys the guys telling him you know you know there were still deaths you know and well you know but some people lived you know all the tours are canceled that they're having we're gonna paint over we could paint over this timescape if if this messes up our future we're gonna paint over this timescape he's like yeah but you didn't because we're still here right right (laughs) you know like i'm not sure whether that's how it works but i I don't think you do because of that and maybe you like it better maybe your perfect future is not so perfect now but you like it better you know you're you know, I was like, I kind of like that. Like, maybe it doesn't have to be perfect. And you kind of like way we changed it, even though we have no idea whether it changed or how it changed. And the guy says that <laughs> this line, like, it was just like somebody saw a say, I mean, this has to come from something. The guy says, well, there's a purpose to time. It keeps everything from happening all at once. And I'm like, well, that's a neat little meme. <laughs> but I don't know if it has anything to do with what we're talking about, but it was still kind of a cool thing. And then we say time passes and the bells ring and the, the Wilson house is fixed up. He's looking at pics of his wife. Hillary's taking a reservation on the phone. It's going to be their first reservation. Burlese is play starts playing beautifully. And, she, and the daughter runs in and he's not there. Passports stamped. And she says, mom, Maybe there's no more horse wreck. The horse lived. Hmm. The horse lived <laughs> to fight back a, another and kill car. that horse in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh man. I. There is uh, okay. Nick just just texted me and said <laughs> that that movie was good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. It was. It was good. I give it a a big a good plus. I was. It is just that type of lost movie i never knew about mm-hmm. that i want i mean this if, any, if you got one of these out there i this is exactly what i want it was not good enough that it became something that it was a hit you know but it was something that definitely is right up my alley like man and, I, and from I, what i've read online like the people who saw it, it like it really stuck with them like it's oh. not you know not everyone knows about it, but the people who do <laughs> have strong memories. I of it. honestly feel like my life would be different if I had <laughs> like with it. I feel like that would have really stuck with me. I might have been like, "This is my favorite movie." If I'd saw it back then, like it, it was so neat. Uh, it did have that TV movie vibe a little bit yeah, to it, but definitely. oh, definitely. But, and you know, again, like I don't know whether I would have thought as mu- much of it if, it, uh, like now, that's Jeff Daniels doing that, right? You know? Back yeah. then, that's nobody, right? <laughs> you know, but he was good. He was good in it. I yeah. That was really good. Yeah I, I, yeah, I thought his performance was like it's like he didn't need <clears throat> to be that good <laughs> for mm. a TV movie, but he like gave it all he had for sure. Uh, the like the. The tour group people were a little silly with the mullets and the big nineties oh, yeah. suits and stuff. So like there's a lot of cheesiness to it. And the first half I said it's 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 paced so weird. Yes. Like it sets up like what's going on? Oh, here's what's going on. And then it, everything blows up. Like it it just didn't happen like a normal movie. But I said the the third act when it went once he goes back and doubles mm. up but like it, it's so good from there on out it kind of saved the movie for me at, at oh. that end so definitely an overall positive for me despite you know if you like you know, what have i got myself into this first 15 minutes or so i was like what did jesse and Hoist <laughs> yes but, uh, yeah. i definitely by the end of it i had some appreciation for it for well sure. good yeah it's real good yeah, that's that's pretty much uh, how I wrapped it up. That that beginning of, of that movie, I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" This is... <laughs> I have seen some crap. I love t- these reactions because my reaction was like, "Oh my gosh!" At the beginning of this movie, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is amazing! What the heck is I, this?" I've this seen a some horse wrecked into a family truck. <laughs> some crappy... I didn't even know they made a blue family truck. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I've seen some crappy uh, made-for-TV stuff before, and I was just like, "Oh boy, I don't, I don't know where we're go- where we're gonna go here." And then it just kept getting more and more interesting, and I was just like, "What in the world is happening?" By the time the the lady was in the you know behind the plastic, and she's rubbing the. I thought it looked like salad dressing or something all over. I was like, what are they doing in the future? She's rubbing this stuff all over. So I don't know. It's a South California thing. Oh yeah. Must be. Must be. So yeah. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I'm glad. Um, yeah, I, man, I think what really grabbed me about this movie is when I'm watching when I watch these films, I like uh, just like everybody else, they probably put themselves in the uh, spot of the protagonist and time travel at this point, as far as films go, it, you know, back to the future three had come out in 90. So in 91, we have this, which I probably caught mm-hmm. it in 92 uh, on, on video. And it may have been a straight to video thing. You never know. But um, so I put myself in Jeff Daniels shoes and all of a sudden I'm finding myself doing almost like uh, aside from, you know, running away from the, the, the horse massacre. Uh, <laughs> I, I found myself like doing exactly what I would have done what he did. Like I would call myself from jail and be like, Hey man, look, we need to get together because it's about to go down. And yes, the line of this movie, I sent this to you guys after shortly after I watched it. And it, it, when he, looks at himself and any other time travel movie would have got caught up in the whole two per two of the same people being in the same place at the same time. Time cop did that one. You remember when, uh, was it? I can't remember his last name, something silver, Ron silver touches himself and they decide to melt. Well, you know, apparently Jeff Daniels, Ben also has the same concerns, but future Ben or present Ben, whatever you want to say, fuck the physics. Right. It's the greatest way of resolving some time travel, time travel tension, in my opinion. How come we can both be in the same place at the same time? Fuck the physics, Ben! By the time you figure out whether it's possible or not, we're going to be dead. Twice! Let's get the hell out of here! Um, I bet that line was taken verbatim from the 1946 (laughs) Straight out of it. Uh, I watched this. It was so cool because when I watched it again, I watched on Tubi. And I sat down and started it, and my 10-year-old was half doing his laptop phone thing, and then he caught wind of kind of what was going on and was just down for, like, the rest of the movie. He sat and watched the whole thing, and then afterwards, it's like 11.30 on a school night. I felt bad because I kept him up so late, and he was into it. I loved it. I love sharing that experience with them. And then also having the paradox conversation afterwards. Uh, so it was a neat thing to kind of give him the opportunity to watch and, and experience. So that was pretty cool, but man, I'm really glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, it, like I said, this has been stuck with me since 93 uh, Jordan. I think a long time ago on Facebook, you had listed some films out there. You had shared with me, uh, what's the movie with Aubrey Plaza? Uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. That, yes. That's 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 one of my favorite movies. The first time I had heard about that, Jordan had, shared, uh, had talked about it on Facebook. And then I think I threw him like the YouTube link for this movie a long time ago. And of course, I'm sure it's been taken off of YouTube since. But I mean, you couldn't find it anywhere. It was one of these things like was, you know, what streaming service was carrying it back then. I think the only thing we had was Netflix hulu but um yeah solid i'm glad i got to in entertain you guys with a film you did it you nailed it it. we nailed it all right i wouldn't have picked anything this fun (laughs) never look at a clydesdale the same again Uh, Mm. (laughs) you guys have been watching old boy (laughs) i can't wait to watch that i still haven't seen it i know i've told you that I need to see that at some point. That's that's on the list. Jordan, did you have a movie picked out just in case? No, I knew okay. I had lost, so I <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah. I said, we do live in small town Ohio, and there is a horse and carriage that rides around downtown yes. on the weekends. Mm. So be careful. And when I pull out of the alley from my work, where I park for work, I have come close to that horse a few times. And oh I, my gosh. I, I always like, I'm always on the lookout for that horse, and now it's going to be doubly so. Yes, I know sir. what can happen. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Yes, sir. So that has been Grand Tour, Disaster in Time, and or Timescape. As of this recording, it's free on Tubi or rentable on Prime and possibly YouTube or some other avenues. So if you were intrigued by our description, we all, I think, would give it a recommendation to go back and watch. I think that does it, yeah? Yeah. Yes. All right. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Jesse Starcher. Where can people find you on the interwebs? For sure. Um, yeah, go check out the Source Material Comics podcast. Uh, should be on your podcatcher. And uh, with the talk yeah, when about... are you going to do the Source Material? When are going to do Vintage Season from 1946? <laughs> they, as soon as they make a comic out of it. <laughs> uh, this will be a good comic. I do have the Arachnophobia comic, which I would love oh. to cover at some point. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I talk about comics on there. Uh, we also have the Unspoken Issues show that's on there where we talk about 90s comics. And I just wrapped up a triple triple threat where I discussed uh, Nightmare, uh, all six issues of Nightmare in podcast form, in video form. And I also wrote an article about it. So I actually I'm published on the Unspoken Decade. Uh, one of two articles I have on there. I wrote it. I, Chat GPT got in there a little bit. <laughs> I had Chat GPT critique my stuff. I could not, I could not help it. <laughs> I had I had to come in there and say, "What did I do wrong?" You should have seen the first draft. We'll just put it that way. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah. So check that out, and I think that's about it. Thanks for having me on, guys. This was fun. <laughs> Alrighty, we will be back with more some point in the future. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth uh, Jesse L. It's going to be hard not to forget you, but I'll try. Forever. Bye forever. <laughs> Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.